Hey there. We're Megan, Lauren, and Lindsay. We're three teacher advocates who've been where you are and know what you're going through. We believe that teachers are as important to the education system as the curriculum, and our goal is to support you as a teacher and a person. This is everything your teacher prep didn't prepare you for. Welcome to Real Teaching 101. Hello, teacher friends all over the globe. Welcome to your quick, but hopefully pleasant prep period. What do you Should think? it not be pleasant? No, I'm saying hopefully pleasant because like, I mean, if you're getting called to like cover somebody else's prep period, that's not pleasant. No, that's called work, not a prep period. Exactly. Well, prep period is still work, but you get where I'm going. I get it. That's why I hate when people are like, oh, do you have a break today? I'm like, no, I don't. I have a prep period that I continuously work through today. Is that what you meant to say? <laughs> you know, there have been times I have spent my prep period looking at fonts. Mm. I have definitely spent some time. I would call that a break uh, in that case. But I was looking for just the right font for something that I needed. And once you go down the font rabbit hole, you can't get out for like two hours. See, I would not call that a break. I think a break would be not doing anything work-related. So unless you were looking for a font for something that had to do with your own personal life, then I still think it was work-related. Oh, all right. Well, then I guess I have also spent a lot of my <laughs> prep periods working. And uh, But I love a good font. I'm sorry. We're going to end up going down. A- no, I love a good font. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a good font? Now that Everybody we've said the word it. font so much, it sounds like I'm talking about something entirely different. I agree. Sorry, Birdie is also now very excited about font. It's like when you say the word too many times, it just loses all meaning. Font, 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 font. There's a word for that, but I can't remember what the word for that is. Well, (laughs) font. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to uh, share what we are going to do our quick little prep period about today um, because... You know, it's something like a big change for me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been a teacher for 13 years, taught first and second grade. One year I taught like this crazy combo class that had like first, second grade and then one kindergartner in it. Um, But I am actually leaving the classroom and I'm becoming the vice principal of my current school. What? Yes, yes. So truly never saw myself getting into administration, like truly ever, ever, ever. Um, But I did have somebody tell me one time like, oh, well, you can't help them all. And I was like, well, yes, I can. (laughs) And um, this situation presented itself and I applied and got the job and I'm really excited. I I am really excited to help. We've got some new teachers. They're not brand new, but new to us. So yeah, other than like working with the new teachers, I'm really excited to work with like all of our IEPs and and accommodations and, and all those good things. So I, I think it's exciting. I'm looking forward to a change. I think it's going to be weird not to be in the classroom. Uh, I'm also going to work with some of the friends who need some extra help reading. So I'm super, super excited about that. But um, yeah, I'm super nervous too. And I wanted us to kind of talk it out here together because I would very much love to hear from our listeners about have any of you made this switch from classroom to admin? Have you had teacher friends who have made the, the shift? Or really, like, what do you want your admin to know or do for you? Like, I really, really want to be a huge asset to 
the teachers. Amen to that. I think it's a really interesting position to be an admin person. And I respect a lot of people in administration because it is a spot I don't want to be. I think that's because there's a lot of that higher level education stuff that goes up there and that it's also a lot of the stuff that I as a teacher might be kept out of for whatever reason. And and it's just, you know, it's a job that you get paid more to do, but it also comes with a lot more responsibility. And for that, I'm... Woo, I respect a lot of people in administration, including you, because (laughs) lovingly, you're going to have to do all of that. This is true. This is true. I am a little nervous about, um, I guess, dealing dealing with the parents. And I I feel like as the classroom teacher, like you always had to deal with parents, like, you know, I've had many a difficult parent to deal with. But I think, I don't know, it, it might be a little bit different coming at it from an admin perspective. So I am a little bit nervous about that. But yeah, I, I have so many ideas of, of what I want to do to help the teachers. Um, there's one person that I follow on Instagram, and I think he's on Twitter too, but I think it's Dr. Brad Johnson. I believe is his name. I can look it up in just a second. But he sh- he's written a, a bunch of books. Uh, he shares a lot about like different leadership in school buildings. And I think one of the biggest things to focus on right now is like teacher retention. Like I want to hold on to those amazing teachers that we have. And in, instead of focusing so much, like I'm noticing some other places doing about like trying to like entice new teachers, like I really want to focus on the ones that we have and make their lives as easy as possible. And of course, from being a teacher, I have some ideas like, Ideally for Teacher Appreciation Week, I'm hoping to like get lots of food for everybody and like give people additional prep periods and and, and that kind of thing. Um, But I would love to know like how else could I be of service in the day to day, I guess, for for teachers. I'm trying to think what I would want. And I think I would want somebody who when they step into my classroom, you know, when admins come in and they just come in. I would want them to be part of what it is that they're doing. Can I pass out a paper for you? Can I take over writing on the board while you do that? Like a little mini assistant, because I think then it reminds you what teaching is like, not to say that admins don't, but there's something about getting back into the experience or being really close to it that helps you remember what it's like. And I think also from another standpoint is it makes you an ally with your other workers and colleagues. You're not there to constantly give them feedback on their performance or anything like that. You're simply there to support them literally there. I love that. I think that's great. I, one of the other things I heard from um, the same account I mentioned earlier was don't add one more thing to a teacher's plate without taking something off. And that really resonated with me because I feel like we can, uh, we as teachers wear a lot of hats And especially in the COVID times where it just felt like one more thing after the other was like added, added, added. So I very much want to be the person who can take something off of someone's plate, like somehow make your life easier, make it more manageable any way that I can do that. And I don't want to come across as any type of like um, micromanagement, but I like your idea of like going into the room and like actually physically helping. Yeah. And sometimes they might not need help, but I think sometimes when you get that admin pop in, you feel like, oh, oh, I gotta be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, "Mm, no. Um, So demystifying 
that we're not making it feel like you're constantly being watched in a way that gives you that I'm being watched type of feeling. Absolutely. The other thing I was thinking was like trying to provide more positive feedback too. Like I know we have to do a lot of walkthroughs, evaluations, and trying to give like specific positive feedback. So not just like a, oh, hey, great, you know, or nice job or something like that. But like, because, you know, like, like every job, you rarely do we hear the good things. People are very quick to point out anything that they're not happy with. So I was hoping to make that an, an effort where I could you know, be the provider of, of positive things as well. Yes, I'm with you there. I think that positive, like in anything, positive reinforcement is, is the jam. Okay, now I have a very silly question for you. Okay. Are you ready? I am. When you think of yourself as a leader, okay. what thing that Michael Scott from The Office does that you would do? And what is something that Michael Scott from The Office does that you would not do? I already know my answers right away. Okay. Michael Scott thing that I would do is definitely want to have employee parties. Mm. I love the celebrating that they do their party planning committee, celebrating birthdays, holidays, um, all of that stuff. And I think the <laughs> Michael Scott thing I would not do would probably be, probably be prison Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Where he talks about the, uh, you know, the death yeah. eaters. Yeah. How they were the worst part. <laughs> um, though it is hilarious. Or how he would, what was the one where he was like quoting, it was like somebody's quote and then he put it in quotes with ah, his yes. name. <laughs> yep. Yep. Taking credit for things that aren't yours. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, well, I would like to say that. We all have a little Michael Scott in us somewhere and to draw from the good Michael Scott because I know this might sound silly as a really silly question, but I think it just goes back to leadership and leadership styles. And there's something about, you know, me and the being authentically you. Mm -hmm. And I've seen your office and it looks lovely. And thank you. Bringing that office that you have out into your, your classrooms, I think is going to be awesome. Thank you. I'd very much love to hear. So if you friends could reach out to us at realteaching101 at Gmail or DM us on any of the socials. Um, yeah, maybe the other thing I'm thinking, of, like, is there anything that you've ever had an admin do that you really, really loved? Um, and I could steal that idea and then make, you know, my teachers really, really love me too. That would be great. <laughs> so yeah, I'll take all the tips, tricks, all of the above. Right, because we at... Real Teaching 101 are out to support teachers. And even though Megan is stepping into administration pants, she mm -hmm. still is a teacher at heart and will still be working with kiddos and teaching them all about reading. So we're still real teachers over here. Once a teacher, always a teacher. I really, truly believe that. All right, friends, that does it for our teeny tiny little prep period. We hope that uh, you reach out to us and we'll see you next time. Before you leave us today, know that you are appreciated and we know you're doing everything you can. Let's stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RealTeaching101 or email us at RealTeaching101 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Ambitious Ed. Thanks for listening today and we'll see you next class. <laughs>